welcome to the Amanda Reed Podcast. I am your host and teaching cheerleader, Amanda. I am a former teacher, Indiana-based, and now live in Savannah, Georgia, helping teachers start their own online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Tune in every week as I chat about all things teacher-related, creating healthy habits while still teaching, what to do if you are burnt out, and what and how to turn to when you are ready to walk away from the profession. My goal is to guide you to living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's episode of my teaching journey. I'm so excited you are here for my story. Raise your hand right now, wherever you are, if you grew up knowing you wanted to become a teacher. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of hands raised. (laughs) That was me. I knew before my teen years that I wanted to grow up and be a teacher. Why? Well, I always babysat kids um, and I was always helping little ones in some capacity and just really enjoyed that. Just enjoyed the joy that I could see on their faces um, and just loved helping little ones. So I for sure thought I was going to be a teacher for life. I had in my head that I would teach either until I died or until I could financially retire. That was how well I knew I wanted to teach. So let's backtrack to 2009 when teachers were being given the pink card or the pink slip. Yes, that happened. The field was letting teachers go, believe it or not. This was so hard for me. I was applying everywhere, calling everywhere, asking people who are already in the schools for a job. Um, I ended up doing a little IA work, um, some Title I work, and then some odds and ends in the education field. I never got a permanent position until I had completed the IA work and even entered the special education world um, because I have a dual degree, elementary and special education. So even here, though, the jobs were not permanent at that time how easily it would have been for me to just quit and move on to something else. Well, I stuck with it. It wasn't really even an option to me at the time. Um, Remember, I thought that teaching was the way, the life, and where I would be for the end of time. So again, I'm sure that a lot of you kind of um, resonate with me here, kind of feeling the same things, I'm sure. Um, So after a year of this bouncing around from job to job, I landed a permanent teaching position in kindergarten of all places. Okay, at that time, it was an amazing feeling. The teacher who left um, retired Um, And then I moved right into that room. Like there was no really overlap time. Um, She got out and bam, I was in there. So this really was my dream job. I loved the kids. I loved the age. I loved the curriculum. 
and the fun that we could have in Kinderland. Um, I am pleased to announce, though, that I ended up staying in this role for 12 full years. I really did love it. I worked hard. I busted my butt, honestly, constantly, all the time. Um, What I did not know was that it was easy to let the career control your life. Uh, Before having kids, I would stay late, I would go in early and work in my classroom pretty much every weekend I could. It was so easy to do. It felt good and I was a really great coworker, teacher, and colleague. Um, It just, it was kind of just the life I thought that I was supposed to live at that time. Um, The years went by, and then I finally had my first child. And then a second, four years later, um, the whole work whenever you want thing doesn't work so well with children of your own. If you've got your own children, I'm sure you get what I'm saying here. Um, There comes a whole new level of responsibility. Again, though, I was still thinking that I would teach until either I died or I could financially retire. That was all I knew. Until the days got so hard, I was no longer present with my family. I would work more than I would see my kids and husband, honestly. Um, It really hit me one day when my husband looked at me on my fall break and said, this is what the real you is like? And when I would go back to school after summer or after breaks, I would hear things like, we want the real Amanda back. Right then, I knew I had to do something different. I started letting go of things that, you know, I could let go of. I started to focus on kind of the bare minimum. I wanted so bad at this point um, in my journey just to be home with my kids. I wanted to see them grow watch them learn new things, and I wanted to be the person that took them to school. This is right about the time, I would say three years ago or so, that I became kind of depressed inside. I would feel sick about going to school. I would sit in my car and talk myself into going into the building. I knew deep down that teaching was just no longer serving me. I was not loving it like I once did. Let me tell you about all the feelings, guilt, shame, anger, fear, worry, stress. You have it. You know it. So I finally knew in 2021 that I was done. I had to leave. And I thought I would never ever say this, do this, think this, ever. So at that point, I had accepted a position at a Christian private school part-time. And it was kind of like a hybrid schedule. So I was in the classroom for a few days, and then um, the kids would homeschool on a couple of the other days, so with their families at home. Well, God apparently had other plans, okay? At this point, he moved us from Indiana to Savannah, Georgia, and I saw the ticket. 
the ticket to leave teaching completely. So then the rest was history. I have been out of the classroom now for about a year and a half. Uh, my life has changed. My health is restored. My mental health is clear and healthy. Now, here I am serving teachers who just need a little hope, motivation, and encouragement. I hope this has encouraged you to see a new perspective for your own life. Do not allow yourself to get caught up in the hustle culture like I allowed myself. Do not allow yourself to take away from your family, your own you time, and your life. Gosh, this is so important, and I wish I would have, you know, taken this to heart and really understood this so long ago. Um, but hey, I'm on a path for a reason, and I'm here for a particular reason. So I wish nothing but the best and much happiness to you as you embark in teaching, leaving teaching, or pivoting to a brand new field, whatever um, the journey leads you to next. Um, so as promised, here are the eight tips I have for you as you serve kids each and every day inside the classroom. So if this is you, you're still there, um, committed serving kids inside your classroom. This is for you. All right. Number one. So again, there are going to be eight of these. So this is number one. Never let anyone or anything control your thoughts or your life. It can be so easy to do to get wrapped up into the million tasks and demands placed on teachers. It can pull farther away from your family, like a rip current can pull someone out further into the ocean. Number two. Take the time to invest in yourself on a daily basis. Yes, daily. Build up to this if you're not doing it daily right now. It can be as simple as sitting in peace and quiet for five minutes. If this is something that you don't already have in place on a daily basis, take two days of your week and try this. Then maybe two weeks later, add in a third day for the week. Um, and just build up from there. Number three, take the time to prep and plan all your dinners for the week on the weekend. I promise this time is well worth it. I feel like once I started implementing this when I was still teaching, it saved my weeks. It saved me. Um, number four, each night... So maybe as you're winding down, you're getting into bed, write down the top three tasks for the next day that are must do's, that must get done. Number five, no need to follow the path of perfectionism. The time it takes to perfect things will be less time spent with your family. Trust me on this. I learned the hard way. And the perfectionism, I'm still evolving through this. Um, it's kind of been a long journey, um, but we're getting there. 
Number six, do not compare your teaching journey with someone else's. We all learn in different ways, using different tools, and it sucks the life out of you if you try to live up to another fellow teacher. It just does. Number seven, in every day, in every way, be kind to every individual. Stay out of gossip of that teacher's lounge. Stay away from negative people. Um, honestly, it's not as easy as it sounds to, you know, just avoid it and get rid of it and get away from it. But when you're in control of being in a negative situation or around a negative person, get yourself out of there. Number eight, do not be afraid to leave the teaching field if it is no longer serving you. If your mental health is suffering and if you are miserable where you are, find something else. Do not suffer. This is not good for you. It's not good for the kids and it's not good for your family. Never let anyone make you feel guilty, less of a person or a bad human for wanting to walk away from a toxic environment. All right. Now, let's go out and change one person's life by being kind and a happy human. Because I know you teachers have the skills, you know. Um, as I leave, one last thought for you. Um, I want to be the space and the place where teachers run to, to survive and begin to love day after day is who you are created to be. I am so happy you are on here. And genuinely so excited to help and for what is to come. Stay tuned here for more episodes to come on the Amanda Reed Walking Away from the Chalkboard podcast. Um, if you have a moment, I would love nothing more for you to give me a follow, um, leave a review. That would mean the world to me. I really appreciate it. Have a blessed day.